contains explicit content. You've been warned. Everybody wants to be something they're not and have shit they ain't got. And here we are. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Welcome to uh, the very first ever live edition of Brain Snacks with Jackson Max. And uh, if you are, if you have a sensitive tummy, uh, maybe you should just listen to this rather than actually watching what's going on behind me because I'm experimenting with this groovy new green screen and I decided to fly in some creepy horror movie graphics behind me. And then Jackson, dude, you look fantastic, man. Dude, man, thank you, man. I like the. You told me you were going to decorate a little bit, but I wasn't expecting the full makeup and the candles. Oh yeah, and the, neither was I, man. You set a mood, and I'm loving it. I'm, I am, I am, I am here for it. Oh, so we got some Facebook All I need people is Lizzo. coming in. <laughs> we need some Lizzo. I need Lizzo in here. So happy Halloween, everybody. It is officially Halloween day or night now. It's 8 17. Um, we just wanted to uh again just do some 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 brain ticklers and uh some bring you guys some brain snacks. Possibly I don't know how many burn people... my apartment down, everybody. Let's let's not burn your apartment down. You oh, I wish I had a fire extinguisher. I, if I have I have one here in my shop. But we need one at your house if we're going to do this. Because I'm thinking that you need to, to do say, this. I was about to say, what the fuck are you going to do with that fire extinguisher over here? <laughs> you're going to need. You're going to need to do. You're definitely going to need the uh, the fire extinguisher. But I need you. I need you to do this every show now. Okay, I'm every I'm just, show. I'm Dracula now. Every <laughs> show. <laughs> Dracula. If yep. we're going to go Rob Zombie with it. Yeah, man. Um, so just a little history for anybody out there. Uh, Jackson and I are both, both, uh, uh, we didn't do much research on it because I think we both, both knew about this, but the story behind Halloween, it actually came from an ancient Celtic celebration for uh, bringing in the harvest. Was it Samhain? Samhain? Samhain, but if you read it like a... It, it a reads English Sam person. Hain, right? Right, right. Um, but yeah, I guess, uh, harvest time and honoring the dead. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that it's believed that apparently this is the time of the year where the, the veil is very thin between, I don't know if that's just human imagination or what that is, but that's what it's believed. Well, so it the veil is very thin between the living and the dead. Um, yes. Very yes. interesting to say the least. So the reason, so there, it, and it wasn't exactly lost to history, but uh, the Celts and uh, specifically the Druids, who were the ones that kind of organized the rites for Samhain, because they had a big bonfire. It was the time, uh, the time of the year where they brought in the harvest, and they just had a big old party. And it didn't matter what station you were, where, where you were at where your station was in the community, everybody participated, everybody shared and celebrated. Right. Um, but the Celts and the Druids in particular, uh, Julius Caesar damn near wiped them off the map. Interesting. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. So the, the reason that the Celt well, Celtic culture survived, but it didn't really, it didn't keep maintain survival. Uh, in its purest form because the Druidic uh, rites and practices and the Celtic rites and practices, they were very much word of mouth. They didn't write down much. Yeah. So we the, a lot of it got lost to history because Julius Caesar went ahead and just put the kibosh on it. Well, how so about it, that? Fuck. Mm-hmm. So this is, a, this is a pagan holiday that was uh, later co-opted by Christianity... And uh, tomorrow, November first, is officially was it All Saints Day. Yeah, or or Mariah Carey's International Day. It's Mar Mariah Carey's International Day, the <laughs> yeah. start of Christmas. I can already hear those bells. Oh man! For all but, I want for Christmas is you. 
I, I worked I worked at Journeys, and let me tell you, uh, I loved <laughs> I loved I loved Halloween because we actually they had you have a DVD that has like thirty songs on it, thirty music videos plus some little you know Journeys animations on it. But uh-huh. every every year we had <clears throat> the Halloween DVD came, and we had the Thriller music video, the entire th- Thriller music video, like all like seven and a half minutes of it. Nice. And <laughs> I, I mean, that was the only time I was just like, okay, I'm going to play the entirety of the DVD. And then yeah. like, as soon as Christmas hit the same thing, it was like all the Christmas music came on. And that was when I would bypass the audio from the DVD and just let the video play. <laughs> because and I would go that ahead and shit gets old. Yeah. Oh, the season, dude. The season's way too long. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, uh, yeah. So pagan holiday co-opted by Christians and the Catholic church. Well, not the Christians, but Catholic church in general. And, uh, yeah. So welcome to, uh, our very first ever live pagan show celebrating, uh, salad. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to throw up a gang sign for everybody. <laughs> my penny, my penny, my penny gram. <laughs> pen, pen, penty, penty for my, your thoughts. My penny gram down here in Alabama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we hope that you guys are having a wonderful day and had a wonderful day. And if you have kids, we hope that you're watching this later and enjoying it. Um, Thank you guys for, for stopping and taking some time out of your day to hang out with us for a, a brief period of time. Talk oh, about yeah. Halloween. Oh yeah. So what is what is your favorite horror movie slash scary movie? It's a tricky one. I I was thinking about this earlier because we had talked about this, but mm. I feel like in my heart, my favorite would have to be it it would have to go to the original Halloween. And now I know I get it, that's you know, pretty basic white white girl but um (laughs) just just everything about the movie is halloween it's 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 like uh that first that movie to me is like that first autumn breeze you feel Mm. you know when you just know that the summer's over and you know bitches about to be putting their sweaters on (laughs) you know that that breeze getting their han solo Han Solo jackets on. Yeah, and that, then, uh, that the movie spice. is that for me. So, okay. and it's just it's it's creepy, um, but it's not um, it's not overdone. And I, and I feel like it has the spirit of Halloween if you really dig into, you know, some mm-hmm. of the production history. Um, Store bought mask, uh, slightly changed, and you know, low budget. It was a president. Is a it was a president's mask that they. No, it was uh, it was uh, William Shatner from Star Trek. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they like cut the eyes, sprayed it white, dyed the hair, uh huh, and uh, made something like iconic, but by accident, which is really really cool. Yeah. And I feel like it's 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 probably it's it's not really in the in today's time. It's not really seen as a campy movie. Uh, but I, it really is. It's like a really the biggest campy movie there ever was. Uh huh. So I feel like that. And then also Lost Boys. I love Lost Boys. Um, Lost Boys never, well, never, never got got me in the the like. I never got creeped out by it. Well, no, I, I, I like I said, it's not it. It's not a horror movie. Uh, mm-hmm. but just for Halloween. Oh yeah. That's the Halloween, a, that's Halloween a very, vibe. very uh, rich Halloween movie. What about mm. you, man? What's your what's your go to horror? If if I had to pick one and only one, uh, at least to start it off, it would definitely be something along the lines of either Poltergeist or Evil Dead Two. Okay, and Poltergeist primarily just because, uh, and I didn't realize this when I was a kid, but when I first saw it, it scared the ever living crap out of me um and there's something something to be said about you know any any fictional based piece of art being able to evoke an emotion whether it's fear happiness love joy whatever 
but like there's something exciting about being scared oh yeah like it, it, oh, it's for sure yeah yeah and that's why the horror genre is so popular uh but army of darkness uh again that like i would say they're kind of tied for number number one and number two poltergeist was legit scared me and army of darkness was just like me being a very very much into gory uh <laughs> blood and guts movies okay um yeah that and it's talk about campy there's nothing more campy than you know a b actor like bruce campbell who again is my spirit animal bruce campbell <laughs> with a chainsaw chainsaw hand is my spirit animal what's it what, what's this what's the uh, is it the boomstick is that the it? boomstick yes yeah, yeah. you know yes. you know funny but enough, that was that was army of darkness so that was the 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 third movie in the evil dead trilogy okay see i didn't even you know i didn't even to be uh, i'm a poser apparently because i didn't even know that oh you, um am i i mean, ha, i, I, I can you can you see yourself on your own screen over there because you don't look like a poser oh i could be oh uh, you could be but you don't look like one at least i'm just gonna say that yeah well uh and also i was gonna i was gonna mention this too i've never seen poltergeist Oh, dude! Never seen oh, it. I, okay. I've seen I've seen the the iconic image of the girl in front of the TV. Mm -hmm. I've seen the little the puppet clown, and I've I feel like I've seen bits and pieces when I was really 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 young, probably yeah. too young. Um, <laughs> probably too young. <laughs> that's probably why we're here. Right now. I mean, there's there's some people. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. Again, take a look at your own screen so you can see yourself. There, there, <laughs> yeah, right. There, there are logical steps to how you got to this. <laughs> yeah, but uh. But yeah, um, I've never seen it, so I'll have to I'll have to add that to my list. Mm -hmm. Again, it's it's a it's a great movie, and it was based on a true story. Um, the Warrens was it uh, Lorraine and uh, I forget the guy's name, but the same they they've been doing all the Conjurings. Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah. Um, but them. the war the Warrens were like, uh paranormal investigators before it was like super like mainstream and mm -hmm. really monetized so like they they went through i think the late 60s through the 70s and 80s and then uh the the husband of the warrens I, again i know lorraine was the psychic medium and she was a sensitive and all that but they that they, they actually <laughs> Are the their story and an, an investigation they did was the basis for Poltergeist. Okay, that's so, cool. Mm -hmm. I, that's awesome. I didn't even know that. So based on a true, uh, supposedly true events. Now, now I've I did I did a tiny bit of research on that just because I was interested in Poltergeist, and there there are a lot of people that claim that the Warrens they they, they debunked all the Warrens evidence and and everything, but. Hey, look, there's some creepy stuff out there that can't be explained, whether whether it's something that we make up or make into something scarier than it actually is. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are some things that defy explanation. What was that? Uh, there's a Mark Twain quote. I just heard it the other day and it really, really got me. It's um, something about I've been through a lot of terrible experiences in my life and some of them actually happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And. And that's like, you know, that to me is like the heart of, of this time of year and Halloween. It's like, what do you, how do you, where do you draw the line? You know, as far as our nervous systems, you know, don't really know the difference between an imagined experience and a real lived experience. Mm -hmm. And that's how you can create, you know, you can create, like you said, emotions and mm -hmm. um, other things, other attachments just by, you know, some fake blood and, a, you know, some acting i mean it's like it's it we get we get into this stuff and we do it it's something yeah. we do it comes from somewhere it's oh, not yeah. like it's like obviously it exists and why it exists is like an extremely huge mystery but it 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 exists somewhere whether it's within us or not mm -hmm. so so it's ed ed and lorraine warren demonologists and some other shit thank you thank you morgan uh, for comment commenting on that because I'm I'm seeing this I'm just seeing these uh these comments scrolling through. Uh, if you guys would like and share, um, if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. If you don't, that's fine. I'll I'll keep sharing it and you'll see it randomly anyway. Um, in in addition to 
this Halloween uh, movie movie talk. What about what are your, what are your thoughts and personal feelings? And you guys can comment as well. What are your thoughts on uh, spirits, ghosts? Do you do you think that's a reality, or is it us projecting our feelings and our mourning onto the situation? Yeah. Or are we well, are we are we manifesting things in our mind, or are we capable of manifesting things in real life, yeah. or what we perceive to be real? Right. What do you uh, think? I feel like at my core, I don't believe that we are bodies. I think that we exist. We have bodies. Mm-hmm. and we shed them and you know i don't i don't know like i don't think i know really anything yeah about you know that kind of stuff big big stuff mm-hmm. but um i have had i was going to share too i've had a wasn't around this time of year but i have had a personal experience again not sure i sound like you now because i'm saying again <laughs> and again signs everybody i've been hanging out with max too much uh max is gonna start saying like and um a lot here soon i'll take my type uh, a personality and explain to you why you shouldn't do that we need to do an episode on this type (laughs) because this is really getting crazy but uh when i was when i was probably eight years old i was at my grandmother's apartment and i had this experience i was in the shower and it was um i was washing my hair and it was like one of those one-way curtains where if you're in the shower, it's black and you can see out. But mm-hmm. if you're outside, you can't see the person in the shower. Yeah. And so I'm looking. I don't know why, but I just I glanced to the left and the door, the bathroom was right in my view. And I could see down the hall a little bit. It's a little mm-hmm. short hall. And there was a, a, a clothes hanger hanging on the doorknob on my side. And I saw a shadow figure, uh, like a short shadow, like shadowy figure. I, I almost like ch- it, child sized, yeah, or like little mini demon sized. Well, I mean, whatever. I mean, child about child size, but it mm-hmm. was it was kind of it was nondescript a little bit. But um, and I know some people will say I'm making this shit up, and that's fine. It's it's my experience, but <laughs> you know, you can ask. I, I've been I've been I've been telling this story since I was that age. Yeah, and. I saw a shadowy figure approach the door and hit the hanger on the door whenever we made eye contact. Did so the hanger, the hanger moved. The hanger moved. Ooh, and, that's a little creepy. And, and I mean, to the point where it shot down, you know, through my entire body. Like, oh my god, what in the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. Like, open the shower curtain. The hanger is still moving. Yeah. And the shadowy figure runs off into my grandmother's bedroom. I wouldn't go. I I I I had no clothes on and walked straight out of the house, out of the apartment, <laughs> into into everyone else's parking lot. Like I, it, it got to me to that level. I, I didn't visit her for a long time, mm-hmm. and she, she lied to me or something and said she had had somebody come over and do something to get me back over there. But like that, that right there is something for me that kind of showed me, I guess, between the, the non-physical and physical interacting. And and I'll never forget that. So nothing since then, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I do loosely believe in it. I feel like I can't really say no. Yeah. After that. Um, but yeah, I've, I, I'm a believer, but I can't recall having any particular scenarios where I was just like, yeah, that's completely unexplained. Now I've felt I've got like the sixth sense thing where you, the hair on the back of your neck stands up and I feel like somebody's watching me. I, I've had that a couple of times in my life mm-hmm. uh, and there's nobody in the room, um, but really nothing serious. Uh, I did have one my father claimed to have one extreme scenario that was uh, shortly after my grandfather on his side passed his father. Um, He had a crossword puzzle sitting out and it's like a book of them. And he always did it in black ink. So he'd circle them or draw a line through them. And uh, 
he left and came back after a week uh, of traveling for work. Uh, not a, not as a musician, but uh, he when he got home, he went through the book and I never touched it. I, I, I wasn't into crossword puzzles. Yeah. Uh, so when he got back, he went through it and he started going and doing a crossword puzzle. And the word death had a red line through it with a squiggly like red squiggly line. And it was uh, it tripped him out. Like he was. Again, my father was not overly superstitious and uh, definitely not super religious. Yeah. Uh, we like my, my, my mother's and that whole side on my mom's side of the family, they're all super Catholic and that's awesome. Uh, but my father was definitely not a churchgoer. He may have been spiritual. We never really talked about religion or his spirituality, but definitely took, took him, took him for a, uh, for a loop. He freaked out quite a bit over that. I bet, man. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. And like, it's it's so weird. Um, those things are weird, you know, because I feel like there's all sorts of reasons why. Like, you can. It's sort of like you said uh, earlier. You made a comment. I can't remember exactly what you said, but basically, people who reduce things like down to mm. like the most literal dead dumb thing yeah as if they and i feel like there's a certain naive quality to that like we all do it but like you know there's a reality to to what's going on really in the mm. in, in the you know the whole damn thing yeah and it's not you know it's my belief that it's not dead and dumb <laughs> you yeah. know every, everything's kind of vibrating <laughs> at its well, own thing so i don't like i feel like that's the cosmic joke of it is mm -hmm. that you can you do have maybe you do or you don't have free will but if you believe you have free will you have the free will to reduce that experience you have down to you know ah oh, it's just blah or this or that or or you can you know choose to experience it fully and embrace what you you know what you feel and see and uh that's interesting to me it's also interesting that some people will concoct these stories for other reasons like their mm -hmm. life is boring so they need something exciting you know there's that there's all that to it yeah but it's it's crazy it's it's very interesting i still i feel like the uh, when it, as far as like spirits hauntings and you know maybe even demonic possession. I think a lot of that boils down to uh, how, how much influence you have on your own perception. So like right. if you believe in something, if you believe you're being haunted, well then you'll start seeing, you know, not in your case, but as an example to use your case, there's a little, little, little shadow that's cast on the wall that you can't explain. And as you freak out, you imagine something happening with the, yeah. the hanger moving. Right, right. That right. doesn't mean that it actually happened. Or maybe since you were on the second floor, somebody in the upstairs of in the apartment above your grandmother's, they at that inopportune moment slammed on the floor a lot, lot just just hard enough to make that hanger just go beep, beep. Right. It's almost it. Well, I it just I mean, no, there's no way you'd have known this, but it's actually it was a townhouse. Oh, okay. And so I was actually I was on the top floor of of the apartment. So there was maybe nobody, it was a raccoon. Maybe it was, was nobody raccoon. above me. But but <laughs> but you know, like I'm saying, like, like you're saying, that's that's a that's a perspective. Mm -hmm. And some people will believe, you know, everything's connected. So all that shit happened to support mm -hmm. your experience. However, it happened. You know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So that's that's crazy. Um, I also I, here I am a, a for sure believer that human beings we all need stories to yeah. help help convey for me to you something, mm -hmm. and that is really prevalent with this time of year. You know, especially yeah, um, it's a it's more it could be seen as more of a metaphor, you know, for something that we genuinely just don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
but we're we trying don't know what we don't know right, but we're trying to we're trying to like you know put stuff together to like show you yeah there's this other side you know like to everything and mm-hmm. you know yin and yang all that stuff well if if we are indeed in some kind of because there there have been a lot of a lot of talk recently about there's proof or reasonable proof uh, that we are actually in a simulation and if this is actually a simulation then maybe there's a glitch in the code after you again ex- after somebody expires or dies passes away or mm-hmm. you know viciously murdered that their code doesn't completely get erased and they just walk around again as a ghosting image because they're not completely here because most of their data was removed yeah or you know maybe it's the whole maybe it's it is a whole spiritual thing and uh they have unfinished business that's and, that's that's something I've I've kind of it's kind of made sense to me if you think about how we are I and mean, we have a difficult time letting go of anything sometimes you know mm-hmm. like just a, the smallest of things and like I could see some people you know not wanting to let go of their house mm-hmm. that they work so hard to you know own yeah and they're still part of them is still somewhat attached to being there mm-hmm. You know, and they're just, it's like they're in a tunnel, you know, like between, between worlds and they just can't fucking, yeah, can't, they can't, they can't go. decide if they want to go, if, if they want to go back, which I don't, you know, maybe, maybe they have the option or maybe they don't, mm-hmm. but, or if they want to, you know, go through the, the wormhole and do it again or whatever. Yeah. Um, which is one of the reasons I always loved, uh, Rocky horror. Yeah. Um, we went last week, we went this weekend and saw the show. I haven't got to do that in years, but um, the whole the time warp dance—it's uh-huh. all that—that's all that's kind of been in my mind dance. when I think about the time warp. It's like, yeah, that is kind of spirits in a way, you know. It's mm-hmm. like, you do we just keep on living and living and living and living and do it everything again, you know? Like, that's cool. There's a that. there's a very interesting book uh, series of books by Stephen King who. Again, I I don't I don't agree with anything politically as far as Stephen King goes. Uh, he's he turned into an uber liberal. Maybe he's always been an uber liberal, but he's <laughs> recently been going a little 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 way left. Uh, but he had a great series uh, on called the the Gunslinger, and it's actually one of the first books he wrote. And it took him I don't know like close to thirty five years to complete it. Uh, but that story, it's just, a, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but it's very much, uh, you relive the same life over and over and over again. Uh, instead of like it being Groundhog Day, mm. where you're reliving the same day, you relive, you relive the same life over and over and over again until you get it, quote unquote, right by whatever higher power or universal standards are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh it kind of checks out for me it's i say it checks out as if i know all this i'm just saying it it well it i mean feels intuitive, right. it feels intuitively right. it feels intuitively, right yeah it know. feels right it feels like we're in a big school and there's really no there's really no pressure mm-hmm. for you to you know learn as much as you can learn yeah you know or whatever it's just it's it's a difficult school mm-hmm and the school of hard knocks brah basically yeah and you've got <laughs> no there's no uh like i said there's no pressure for you to really do or learn anything but the more you the more you embrace it the more you fall in love with it you know the bigger you expand quote mm-hmm. quote you know i feel that i if feel you believe that. if you believe we've fallen from from some garden of light you mm-hmm. know because we've gotten too involved with frequencies that we really like and frequent like frequencies that we don't like you know we've gotten too involved in the polarity so now we're down here to like figure it out yeah and like if we're trying are we trying to return or what are we trying to do you know mm-hmm. it's definitely yeah, that... interesting food to chew on it's a nice brain snack brain yeah. snacks yeah it's just weird it's weird that th- there's there's so many accounts of 
you know, people, people seeing ghosts or being haunted or, you know, again, demonic possession. Like, uh, I've watched a couple of, uh, there's a, there's a new ish series. I think it's on FX, uh, which has been really, it's been really good. Um, the exorcist. So very much like the original exorcist, but, uh, continuing in modern times. Right. And again, not to give any spoilers, but it is, it is a very, very good movie. And it got me again, Chrissy started watching it. So I started watching it and then I got, I got into it. Uh, and it's very, very much brought me back to thinking about demonic possession. And then also down the rabbit hole of the Catholic church. And, you know, it's funny how in these stories, uh, whether they're true or not, or based on reality or not, regardless of your thoughts on exorcism and demon possession, uh, that nobody ever wants to talk about the, the Catholic church and pedophilia. Yeah. Not to, not to take this on a way off tangent <laughs> yeah, let's say away from Halloween. Let's say, where are we going? <laughs> but, but I mean, what, when you talk about, we talk about horror movies. I mean, the exorcist is right up there. I mean, it's a terrifying movie. Oh, for sure. But again, that, that just, that's my, that's how my mind works and my rabbit hole brain works is like, I get completely entrenched and enthralled with this, this show, this movie again. Now, now it's a series. Uh, mm -hmm. we just started season two and not once has anybody said anything or made a, made a pedophile joke. And I'm just going, we're just going to ignore the elephant in the room there. <laughs> you know, that the, 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 the Roman Catholic church, the Pope doesn't have a problem playing shell games with people that are accused priests that are accused of pedophilia, but he's going to second guess letting somebody perform an exorcism. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we need to get these demons out of here fast. We don't care who does it. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, I mean, hey, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's that's a different tangent. That's a yeah. I mean, I we may have to. I, I'm very intrigued by all that. That's mm -hmm. something very uh, polarizing. We may need to talk about someday, but uh, couldn't agree more with that. I think uh, it's. I think uh, as you know getting away from the demon possession stuff. It's I, I don't think, I think it's nice. It's, it's a comfy idea for us to want to externalize some of this evil that goes on the, on the planet. Yeah. Like we, we, we will say somebody's possessed or this person's the devil or this person's pure evil. I was like, well, um, guess what guys? Shocking, shocking alert. Uh, we all have that capability, that ability to become, and do the most evil quote unquote things on the planet. Exactly. You know, everybody has that. And it's pretty much mainly society that keeps us from acting on those terrible instincts and how, <laughs> how you were raised. You weren't raised right. That's, if you well, weren't raised right, you'll, you'll make some mistakes and you do some stupid stuff. Right. That's also very interesting to me too. Um, it's, you know, is, is that the reason that we, don't behave badly or is our natural you know our natural state to be in peace and be in love and be in love with everything you know uh, I, I think it's it uh, I, we talked about it in a previous episode uh, do it just the the basic duality or, of human nature is that it you can't have it good all the time because then you won't appreciate it then you won't like this. Just like it becomes the norm, and it becomes boring. Yeah. So in order that's to appreciate that, the goodness, heaven. yes, that's 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 what I'm saying. That's what people describe as heaven, and they describe it like some people who have had you know ex deep experiences claim to know what that even is. Like that mm -hmm. that is yeah, it's real. It's a frequency, and you get everything you want all the time. And it's like, what's the fun in it? Basically, mm -hmm. like we have something in us that wants fun, that wants push and pull and wants. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, for sure. Well, I, 
I, I heard it. Uh, I started listening to a new podcast. It's uh, Conspiracy Social with Brian Callen and Sam Tripoli. And Sam Tripoli is the super conspiracy guy in this episode. But he he had a great way of explaining it. And uh, I mean, Sam Tripoli, he's on another level when it comes to believing in conspiracy theories. He believes almost everything he reads on the internet. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I definitely recommend so Conspiracy Social. Check it out, guys, if you want, if you're into that kind of thing. But Sam, the only real coherent point that I've heard him make in any of the episodes that I've listened to is he made something that resonated with me. Uh, the statement he made was that where we're at now, this quote unquote plane of existence is the lowest level of heaven and the highest level of hell. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, because like when it's really good, it's really, really good. And then when it can be bad, it can be really, really bad. And then sometimes just like, meh. It's like we're teetering that. It's like we're teetering this line, you know, mm. like, like, yeah, we are like. And that, that also goes to show, like, if we don't do anything to lift ourselves, like we don't say we don't eat right. We don't work out. We don't, you know, try to try to keep our minds in check. Like mm. we fall down low oh yeah and that and that's just what happens like you don't have to do anything about that that's just gonna happen to you yeah it's like if you start thinking about all these things you want that are way beyond your means and you get real down mm. and you know you're just sitting around being lethargic like you're gonna go to hell yeah yeah you know that's, what I mean? yeah, that's no you, good man like you're going to hell and i think that's hell there it is mm. it's like mm. you we we live really close to hell yeah. And like, but the more you do well and the more, and I don't mean well as in my standard of well, I'm just saying you, we all know what that means. We all want to feel good. We all want to, mm -hmm. you know, the more you do that, you know, the, the closer you get. And, but I really feel like you have to be willing to, you know, die. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where it get. That's where we like, that's our edge for a lot of us is the edge is like, we don't want to die. Like, whatever version of us we don't want to let it die we can't yeah. just that's why i said we have such a hard time letting go of all that um because we're so attached like we're we're, we're pulling stuff around us to make ourselves feel okay all the time you know mm -hmm. and yeah. and the more we let go of that the more raw everything kind of gets like we start feeling things as they happen and we don't block things out mm -hmm. and then but inevitably something's going to happen that kind of sends us back down it's like and then we have you know the hero's journey mm -hmm. you know superhero everybody's life is a, like a hero's journey kind of i got you so yeah i'm I, w I wish that i had some better stories relating to ghosts and demonic possession and aliens and but i i just again i i'm just a fan of slasher movies like i i like i enjoy gory gruddy cruddy gross movies and that's like uh the walking dead um here here's a topic we can we can touch on real quick uh before again uh, we've gone here for a minute but um what is the like the vast majority of people in the country what is our obsession with murder true crime horror movies like depictions of death but not just death like violent ends yeah like there, what what in our society makes us drawn to that and, and entertained by that and wanting to witness that is that so we can project our insecurities onto the characters. I don't know. It's it's. I, I don't either. I I mean, I, it's no secret, but I don't. I mean, but there's know, so many people that are that are so into these true dark true crime stories, and you're talking about like these stories, like podcasts or TV shows or documentaries. Again, I watch. Uh, the the wife and I watch Forensic Files on HLN. Uh specifically whenever we're on the road, because that's typically one of the only channels that is guaranteed to be everywhere. Yeah. But there's always a, an episode of forensic files and it's like some of the scariest, 
creepiest, most random acts of inhumanity on the planet. And we're just like, I'm going to eat that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's always. Uh, why is that, why is that so entertaining and appealing? It's fascinating why, but well, we could talk about it literally forever, but like for me, all I can really say is that I I've always appreciated the I've always I, I'm and I'm really trying to dig into this here recently. Like, why is it that, you know, for so many years I've really attached myself, like I said, we bring these things around us. Like, why have I gravitated towards all this dark and moody and whatever stuff i'm i'm not sure but as far as the violence i've always been really really bummed out by it like and that's all i can really say is that it just bums me out ah. like like to watch this to watch like things that like crime that are really happening like mm, i just get super depressed yeah like this is what happens like i don't you know, I almost can't really, I can't really get into it myself because it just depresses me. It's like, I don't, I don't know. Well, people, people, we are, we are very much, uh, beings that are all about stories. We like stories. I mean, that's that the, the way that we evolved as a species is about telling stories and whether it's a true story or not, we can, register that it's a true story and this is the way i think that i'm the reason that i'm so into some of this true crime stuff uh is because it i don't i'm not seeing it like i try to empathize with the victim or with the victim's family and i'm you know but it i, I don't get ex, like depressed about it because i even though i'm trying to empathize and i know that these are real people and these are real things that happened i'm just going still going this is just a story this is an interesting story and the, you know, truth can be far stranger than fiction. And that's just, yeah, it is. that's just entertaining. And it, 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 it's one of those things that just gets my mind working. I yeah. don't know. That's maybe, yeah, man, maybe like, that's, maybe that's the way the, the majority of people think about it, but they don't actively think or justify why they think the way they think about yeah, and I, or horror movies and whatnot. Yeah, and I totally it makes total sense to me. I don't even know if it's really that I that it goes so deep as to say like I have empathy. I don't know if it's it might be more selfish. It might just be like a personal like oh no, I need to I don't want to think like that because you know, I'm I don't want that to happen to me, you know. Yeah. Or or I, or I don't want to superimpose all that because a lot mm. of people do that. They superimpose all that shit onto like anything. So like the second somebody does something like offhand they're like oh they're a fucking serial killer or something like that you know it's <laughs> like you know the second you second you do something that's like not what we think should be happening you know yeah. it's or the second you're in a you know a dark parking lot at night you know my first instinct is to kind of be freaked out you know by mm -hmm. like I, my my brain kind of goes into that state where you're you're looking for threat you know yeah which is quite natural to be at night doing that but like I guess I'm saying I don't need any help in that department. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't need all yeah. these specifics of all this shit because I got that covered. I, I'm already, <laughs> I'm pretty fucking afraid, you know, like I yeah. I'm trying to work with my fear and not fucking well, life, add more to it. <laughs> life, life is scary enough without adding, adding to it, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and you could, you could say that I'm living in a, you know, that's, that's a, that's a state of ignorance. And I feel like there's a balance. You know, mm -hmm. that like you want to see what people are really capable of, like real people that your neighbor. Yeah. And that's true. But I feel like like you said, we all have it inside of us. So can I just uh, observe my own urges and, you know, shit that happens in your own head? That's, you know, quite uh, absurd mm -hmm. and something that, you know, I would never, you know, act out. But I mean, people I mean, anger is, you know. A possession i mean it's a you are kind of possessed at that moment when you're super super angry and mm -hmm. all those chemicals are going through your body you feel superhuman some people i think really get into that and some people just go that way with it they feel powerful they feel you know like you know they're something but really it's it's kind of a powerless state you know yeah. at the end of the day because it's like you're not you're not really accomplishing a whole lot you're just kind of fighting with 
the way things are, you mm-hmm. know, and the way things are has the biggest upper hand. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it's going to take care of you, buddy, one way or another. I mean, you can get pissed all you want, but you know, I feel like probably, uh, probably I, I, I myself, I kind of live more in the suppression, you know, like, Oh my God, you know, and it's kind of a bitch state to be in sometimes. Cause you're like not allowing all that stuff to come, but, I think I'm I think I'm I think I'm a pretty fearful person of of that of of what people are really capable of. Yeah. Um so when it goes through my head I get really fucking bummed out. Oh man. Don't don't get bummed out, buddy. No, no. I okay. mean it's, it's uh I don't know. I don't know. It's it's very interesting. So you uh your makeup right now. I'm I'm looking at the screen. I'm again it's awesome. So you didn't put your fangs in because you can't. You, I guess you'd talk for the lisp if yeah. you had the fangs in. I'd be Count Lispula. Count <laughs> Lispula. That's a good one. I'm thinking, uh, did you do you know the backstory of Dracula? You talking about Vlad the Impaler? Vlad the Impaler. Yes. Yeah. I yes. don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't go deep with it, but I, I do know about a little bit. Okay, so like here, very, very brief history on it. Uh, Vlad the Impaler was a legit badass. Uh, I think it was 14 something, 1460 something was when he passed away or died or disappeared. Um, but when he was running his crew, his country, he was impaling people slowly, spike, butthole, boop. Wody. And then they would set a table on top of a platform that was on top of the bodies of his conquered peoples, <laughs> the people that he's not currently impaling. And he would sit at the table and he would dip his bread in the blood of the people that he beat. So they, as go, he's man. draining blood. Mm. There you go. But he wasn't actually actively biting people. That's I never right, got that, right, right. I never got that mystique about it. It's probably it's probably uh something that's been exaggerated to just show people, you know, hey, this guy, he's a fucking he's a he's a bot he's a monster, you know, like you know, reptilian, you know. Oh uh, yeah, snake snake fans. Lizard, lizard yeah. person. And that's that's crazy too, because that makes sense. You know, he's like the the you know, real life kind of embodiment of the dragon, you know, the, the reptile and they, and neuroscientists say, you know, like that is our, that is the fucking little, little, little guy in us, the reptilian brain, brain, millions of years old. Mm -hmm. that knows nothing more than to just, you know, bite and claw and scratch and just run away or fight or whatever whatever. you've got to do to survive. And ultimately survival of the fittest means you dominate. Yeah, every everyone so you, else. So you think, you know what I mean? Like, and that that's kind of the thing. Like, if we if we're just like, it's kind of funny that story. If you if you look at it, you know, perspective is kind of everything. So when you just when you repeated that and said that to me, I'm thinking, you know, sitting there with a bunch of bodies, a bunch of rotting bodies, you know, mm-hmm. dipping yeah. your bread in the blood, pretending you've conquered them because you ended their time prematurely. Meanwhile, that guy's in the wormhole about to do this shit all over again. It's like you're just sitting there with a bunch of dead bodies, you dumbass. <laughs> like that that is interesting to me. Oh, like party over here. Because for him, he conquered, but for the reality of everything, maybe he didn't. Maybe it was just like, wow, damn. Mm. That was crazy. Like, let let's I just died, you know. Like, wow, I'm going into this light. What's gonna happen? And then boom, you're born again. Yeah. Like literally, like into a new one, maybe. Maybe it happens in seconds. I'm, I, I'm, I like, I like the thought of just you just get infinite, infinite resets on the same life, and you just have to keep doing it until you get it right. Yeah, that's and a fun. Only, that's a fun thought. And only you know. I mean, that that kind of thought experiment for me, what it does for me in this in this reality, is it really relaxes me, mm-hmm. like. It brings me into like almost somewhat of if I really if it's powerful enough to really get clear and just kind of like okay everybody just chill out 
<laughs> you know what I mean? You got eternity, basically. I mean, you don't even know how long you have. It's time is whatever. It's like, just chill out, dude. Stop freaking out about all these little nitpicky things, you know? Like, you're not going to – you can fight all you want. It isn't going to do that much, you mm -hmm. know? So just pace yourself, buddy. You know, I think of like an old guy telling me, like your granddad or something, just being like, you know, hey, just chill out. It's going to be fine. Right. All right. Well, with that, this was a, again, we didn't really plan this out. So hopefully it came across uh, with the messages and stuff we wanted to talk about uh, in a way that was coherent. <laughs> and maybe different than you, than your other Halloween uh, experiences this year. Halloweenies. I've got but a we... uh, I've got a fentanyl laced uh, blow pop here. <gasps> I'm gonna eat on camera. So, oh, I'm waiting to see if he foams at the mouth. You're in Tuscaloosa, so I'd have to call the paramedics just in case. Yep. Just but in thank case. you guys, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, if you would like and share, go to brainstackspodcast.com for all the info and all the episodes um we hope you had a good time this was an interesting show and we may do some more of these with uh we were supposed to have the mighty dustin trey over here working working some ma magic mojo and i ended up using it though yeah he didn't want to take a shower but i would also like to thank cam of the velcro pygmies for allowing me to use the stream yard which is how we're actually managing to do this live feed across multiple platforms and multiple Facebook pages and channels. So, yep, we love you. Uh, we hope that you have a spooky Halloween and a safe Halloween. And uh, it's all love, guys. Thank you all, all for love. tuning in. Thank you for commenting. Well, I've been reading them. I'm trying. I was trying to. We were in that conversation, so it's trying to bring some of them into the conversation, but ah. um, didn't really go. But. Uh, Perhaps Definitely we can do that in the future. appreciate you guys interacting. Perhaps we can do that in a future episode. Maybe maybe we can do one of these every uh like we do once once a month we'll do a live episode. Maybe so, maybe so. But thank you all for tuning in. Uh with that, we are out. See you guys. Happy have a good one. Peace. Everybody wants to